it's not been a good week. Oh, no. <laughs> well, we've, we've come together to kind of have a brilliant blitz, haven't we, Sarah? Planning, planning. yes. Because it's our one year anniversary of Women and Farmer and we thought, we need to have a, a real good planning session for, for the next year to bring even more value to you all. So we've come to Cornwall to get away from it uh, all. It's um, a gorgeous weekend. We're optimistic that the sun will come out. Uh, it's a bit cloudy and misty, but but, it, but I'm very confident the sun, yeah. will, the sun will come out. Um, and we'll have a nice walk on the beach um, later. Uh, but neither of us have had a particularly uh, good week. Um, I've been ill i had one i've had a nasty tummy you're wriggling around uncomfortably there i've had a nasty tummy bug um then another then i got another infection then i had antibiotics and oh so just i got absolutely wiped out and i'm really 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 terrible at being sick i I actually took a whole day and a half off work, which is like quite unheard of for me but then i worked and then i wasn't really better and um I did all the wrong, all the wrong things. And I think my body just like was speaking to me and insisting that I slow down and, and stop a bit. And you've had something sort of similar, haven't you? I know. Well, I came down here ready for our lovely planning retreat. Full of beans. Full of beans. And, um, and by the time I arrived, I was literally hobbling. And I mean, people who know me, I'm like, this is fitness. I'm always out doing things and yoga and whatever. But anyway, Sarah arrived to pick me up and I could, couldn't even drag my case or carry my bag. And it got worse and worse and worse to the point where we were on the phone. So it was your back? It was my back. Yeah. So 10 years ago, I had a prolapse disc and I ended up having surgery and it was pretty horrible. And ever since I've been working my core and trying to like make sure I'm fit and well. And it's worked brilliantly. And I kind of, you know, it was like a story from the history um, oracles but now it's like my body has shouted I something you know pay attention and um and it's yeah. happened to us both in the same week where I our know. bodies have kind of gone oh and people often say to us yeah oh how do you two get all your energy how do you do all this stuff well people yeah this week we have both been flawed and it yes. feels like both of our bodies have said to us oh you two seem to be doing a little bit too much at the yes. moment well you know you're not listening so that's it. We're just taking you out. Exactly. There's a, this amazing book that I read and uh, called "The Body Keeps the Score." And I know we've talked. Um, we've talked uh, about that book a bit before. I yeah, think. And yeah, we've talked about other, like I guess, the whole mind-body connection. We've talked a bit about before, and I know certainly with my story over the last few weeks, I feel like I've been going on a a kind of emotional epic journey where I've identified emotions that I've never really allowed myself to feel all my life and I and I was triggered at some point in the last um two or three months that I didn't even realize at the time was a trigger and I started to notice this discomfort in my body like that was giving me some something I couldn't quite put my finger on it I didn't know if it was anxiety or lack of confidence or fear or but I just knew like every, mm. I woke up every day I've had this feeling every night I'd be in bed I wasn't sleeping as well I know <laughs> and and I was like what's going on like, and it was driving me insane and eventually one day I woke up on a Saturday and I started to journal and I followed the process that I do in my coaching for you know other people and I did it myself and then the the thing revealed like this kind of feeling that I was 
had been suppressing my whole life. And I, I think this somehow was giving me the message that, you know, you, you can't suppress this forever. And having kind of embraced it and gone, okay, let's, let's get into this, which has been an amazing and also difficult, but amazing process of growth. I think it's like created this emotional shockwave through my whole system, which I've been kind of trying to, you know, just so allow ride, it, ride the wave, ride the wave, you know, and it's been, yeah, I've been carrying on my life, but I've, I've needed more support than I've ever needed in my life from friends and people and to be able to rely on them, which has been completely out of my comfort zone. And I feel like maybe this body thing, which my back's just gone, is like the kind of epic, you know, the aftershock of the emotional wave that's just like hit my disc that's been perfectly fine for 10 years and gone. So, um, yeah, it's very, very strange and not that necessarily nice, but, you know. No, and I think that we all think, don't we, as as kind of women, we have all these things to deal with. We're juggling this and that and doing everything. And if you're sort of a person who can easily live in your head mm -hmm. and you can, you know, think your way out of most things mm -hmm. or figure stuff out and find solutions to challenges and your brain does all the work, your kind of brain can get, this is me really, Obviously, my brain can get very disconnected mm. from my body and my brain can be just racing ahead. Mm. My body has a kind of like, I think this week my body's gone, oh, Sarah, you need to just slow down because we just can't keep up with this racing ahead. Mm. And so, it, you know, I'm trying and to... And it floored you, didn't it? I mean, you literally yeah. had no energy left to... You had to take a day and a half or whatever it was off work. Yeah. And then I sort of... I did kind of, you know, do the work that I needed to do. But I I just had to kind of... You know, my usual 10-hour day. I can easily work a 10-hour day. Easy, easy. That's mm. just, like, normal for me. Um, doesn't feel like hard work. Doesn't feel like I've worked... A lot but this week mm. I just I was kind of you know yeah had to just slow it right slow it right down so I think we're hopefully we're both sort of on the road to recovery now I hope so I'm feeling better yeah not a hundred percent better but <laughs> you know definitely definitely on an upward yeah. trajectory but it's funny isn't it and how you with your back well that's going to take a bit longer so I've got a numb foot and a numb leg and pain and whatever so um but Hopefully that so will... So we, we can't go in the sea, which I know, is disappointing. Ruins, we were going to go bodyboarding, which yeah. we thought would be good for our creative juices. Yeah, <laughs> no. So anyway, we have to listen to the body. and um, But it's interesting when you think about it, because I think you're right, and I see this a lot in people that I work with or around, that like you try and psychologically, you know, control the situation with your head and you ignore this bit and then only every now and then does your body just have to shout at you like listen to me you know whether it's through sickness or pain or whatever for you to kind of um start to notice that because actually if you think about it your body is the most of us isn't it we've talked mm. about that before and we're not ahead on a stick no we're not ahead on a stick with a couple of fingers for the computer so um <laughs> and 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 yeah all of the all of our reactions to things that happen and where our senses you know how we experience the world and process that whether it's in a good way or a bad way you know it, it kind of ends up stored in the body through you know the, the creation of the hormones so um so yeah I think it's a, a big learning for uh, many of us in today's society to kind of 
really connect with our bodies. And if you look at if you if you look around and see how much illness like there is in the world, I mean, everything is just getting out of proportion, isn't it? Inflammation is like mm-hmm. the WHO's biggest kind of concern for the for humankind. It affects so so many diseases and many many challenges that we have as women, um, but you know, men and women. Um, when you look at obesity or, you know, all these autoimmune diseases. Um, I mean, I was hearing about long COVID, um, which I'm sure is ripe for a re renaming mm. because mm. it's almost like a whole no- load of, loads of symptoms related to after COVID. And I think it's something else sort of sinister that's going on. But anyway, something autoimmune maybe. But, you know, all of these things are kind of messages that we try and just put a... We try and solve, don't we? Like, yeah. oh, I need to get a pill. I need to get medicine. You know, like yeah. it's just something I have to fix, as opposed to realizing that maybe there's something more systemic that and holistic in your rest life, or you know, yeah. recharge in some way. And I think for both of us, it's been really uncomfortable mm. feeling sort of out of our usual groove. And so we sort of wanted to talk about feeling uncomfortable yeah. a little bit today because it's normal to feel uncomfortable but we hate it we try and avoid it it. yeah Yeah, definitely and I think um you know part we avoid trying to feel uncomfortable don't we because we're creatures of habit we like to feel in our comfort zone and yet you have to kind of either be pushed out your comfort zone or work on ways to keep yourself getting moving out your comfort zone otherwise we don't really grow do we or get get comfortable with that feeling of being uncomfortable because mm. that is where we grow that mm. is you know when we move out of our comfort zone and we go into the the growth zone which is which feels really uncomfortable but that's where the magic happens that's mm. where we grow that's where we learn that's mm. where amazing stuff happens to us definitely so we sort of need to kind of embrace those feelings yeah. of discomfort and get okay with them absolutely I think my most uncomfortable thing over the last weeks has been acknowledging how I've been feeling and asking for help and saying to people I'm not okay when you know most people think of me as kind of you know always okay and I've I love to see myself as the giver to others Mm -hmm. and it's been completely uncomfortable to say I need help like I need your support or like when I arrived here I need Carry my suitcase. <laughs> Carry my suitcase, phone the doctors, get some pain relief, yeah. you know, like that was, I felt so, I hated being reliant, but I've also loved learning that it, what a bond it creates by being vulnerable. So, yeah. And what I've hated most is a feeling, well, saying no to things that, you know, mm. I just couldn't do missing out on things Mm. um we had a sort of work team building away day thing that I just couldn't go to and I Mm. felt like I had let I'd sort of let the team down so I felt sort of guilty Mm. about that I felt really uncomfortable I felt you know as the leader I should be there I should you know I should be playing my part I should push on through and Mm. I just couldn't so I felt really uncomfortable with that sense of you know, was I letting people down? Honestly, I don't think I was. I don't think they cared. I don't. They think. were like, "Yay, we got yeah a different vibe yeah, for today." Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Nobody really cared. So no, it was just no. sort of over, you know, worrying. Um, 
So yeah. that feeling of uncomfortableness, but we get it with loads of things. We, you know, we get it. There's like a physical discomfort, isn't there? When we're sort of ill, you're in mm. physical discomfort. You know, I've had some physical mm. discomfort. There's that emotional discomfort, that mm. sort of mental discomfort. There's yeah. sort of lots of ways we can feel uncomfortable. Yeah. But maybe we should just get good with that. Yeah, and just like realize it's the it's a it's an opportunity for growth, and I. I think our re- we'd, we'd done a podcast uh, this week, didn't we? Mm. We recorded one, even though you were like barely able to show up, but you still did because <laughs> she's such a trooper. But uh, we, we interviewed uh, Jane East, who uh, set up our um, sort of Facebook community. She sort of started that around the same time as Women in Pharma, and we've joined forces since. And she talks about her unconventional mm. career in pharma. And I have to say, after our conversation, which was fascinating, and you're going to love it, it may available and the women in pharma if you just search for women in pharma where you normally get your podcasts so loose women in pharma loose women in pharma yeah. everywhere you normally get your podcasts you can easily find it and i think yeah. it's a really um interesting lesson isn't it it made me realize god i'm playing it safe way too much like she's so inspired me to be more uncomfortable more regularly so here we go this is a message isn't it exactly and I think that what she what she's done so well is she's just tried so many different things Mm. I don't think she actually I got the impression that she doesn't actually feel that uncomfortable with things that most of us feel uncomfortable with so it's a great listen so have a have a listen to that one lots of planning going on now yes we're going to make some magic happen in the next couple of days and uh look forward to sharing with you uh yeah some of our ideas thanks to the input and, and suggestions we've had from many of you exactly and uh i think we're going to be back on tip top form next yeah, week yeah yeah definitely definitely <laughs> oh so enjoy yeah your weekends be a bit uncomfortable and uh be okay with it yeah exactly we can do this we can <laughs> bye, bye.